We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this Tuesday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here with you this morning. Lane Kippen spoke to the media yesterday. We'll do as we do most Tuesdays. We'll talk about that. We got game times for the weekend of Ole Miss and Kentucky. Plenty of damn you, media people. Damn you. Damn you all. Going around about that, too. We'll discuss that. And then whatever time's left, probably some NFL balls. Those will go into tomorrow, as they always do every single week. Go into Wednesday as well. But nonetheless, we will uh, have that more for you today on a show brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. Head on over to the Blue Sky location in town. And when you do that, make a purchase. Any purchase, you're entered into a chance to win an official Ole Miss game day football jersey. They're giving a one away for every home football game this season. That includes Tulsa at 3 o'clock this weekend. That includes Kentucky at 11 o'clock next weekend and so on. So to win a free Ole Miss jersey, you can uh, just go in, make a purchase. While you're in there, lunch special today, tater tot casserole bread, any size fountain drink, and more with all Blue Sky locations in Mississippi. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are. Clark Ford is in Amory, Mississippi. 662-257-1900 is the number. Call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for, and he'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. There's no hassle. There's no haggle. You get your quote. The rest completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done. What I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Guests join later in the week on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline, Rafters Music and Food on the Square uh, in Oxford. Great place if you're coming up this weekend for the Tulsa game, next weekend for the Kentucky game. Stop by Rafters, make it a part of your weekend. Uh, grab a burger, a po' boy, appetizers, a beer, full bar, and more there at Rafters on the Square in Oxford, and also Rafters in New Albany. So, uh, let's see. Where do we go? We go Kiffin. We want to go games for next weekend. What what is the what is your lead off? Topic oh, I, I think I think the lead topic is the game times because it's a it's a topic of conversation that that frustrates people, and I, I understand it. It's I think there's more of this coming in the future. I think you and I have talked about this before. I talked to someone in Birmingham today, 
this morning about the game time thing. Okay. Number one, I was a little surprised just kind of based on things that I heard that CBS didn't use the six-day window, but I think they're already looking at a couple of weekends down the road going, we're going to want it then. Sure. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, you, you, they can't go unlimited. You only get a couple or something. I think the feeling is that A&M, Arkansas, Saturday night's a coin toss. And so, obviously, if Arkansas were to win that game in Arlington, that's the premier game because it's Alabama and it would be two top ten teams. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Alabama looks mortal right now. There's a feeling around the league a little bit that these three road trips for Alabama to Fayetteville, uh, Knoxville, and Oxford, and I think I have that in the right order, are um, does it give a chance? Are hazards in their path? So that that came up, and then here's the other part, and this is the part that it just sounds crappy, but it's true. ESPN because of its history with it, loves the LSU-Auburn game. Loves it. It gets great numbers. There's a lot of history to it. It's an easy story. And now you add to it the very real possibility that it's got some sex to it with this coaching fire thing. And so that's... And while true, though, the 11 a.m. game, and it's what we're getting into, is just... A higher level level game. It is. That, so really, no matter what the Auburn-LSU game is or isn't, right. is, is sort of irrelevant from that standpoint because it's it's two things here. And I heard from a lot of people yesterday and this morning that are very frustrated. And again, I understand it. But it's, it's two separate conversations. It's not the same conversation. The one conversation is how dare ESPN do this. No, ESPN gave you a very good time slot in their opinion of what they're trying to accomplish. They gave sure. you their number one time slot. Yes, they want that 11 o'clock out of game day good game. And that yep. is what they gave you yep. versus later in the night when you've either watched a ton of football or you're coming, you're doing a lot of different stuff or you're flipping to multiple games. They were trying to showcase an 11 o'clock game and they chose you to do that. Yep. Completely get it. That yep. is that is what happened. Mm-hmm. So ESPN, though, is going, what are you talking about? We gave you all the respect in the world. We picked you. Yep. That, that would be their response. Yeah. That is a different scenario than 11 a.m. game times in Oxford really, really suck. Which I understand, also very, very true. And it's not even just, hey, I want to go party and get drunk in the Grove. It just does. It changes a ton of stuff. Like, it is a bad time slot for games in the SEC if you're going to the game. It's a bad time slot for games in small towns. It's harder to get in. Traffic's bad. You have to plan ahead. But look, here's the deal. Whether people like it or not, with these expanded like when Texas and OU join the league and I think it's probably 2024 when they join the league when they join the league chase there's going to be more high profile 11 a.m. games ESPN looked at that's absolutely coming ESPN looked at the numbers that that big noon Saturday Fox game got between Texas and Alabama Mm -hmm. and said you know what we need to make sure that we're putting a high-profile game at 11 o'clock. And when you have one, people are like, well, they didn't do it last week, but they didn't have one last week. They didn't have any high-profile games at 11 o'clock. But as you get into conference play, you typically have some high-profile games. You want one out of that game day show. Yeah, I mean, again, was it was ESPN or Fox did it for Alabama, Texas? 11 a.m. It was Fox. Yeah, 11 a.m. Fox, Fox has had a lot of success with the big noon kickoff. Noon Eastern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not just their show. They also have a game, obviously, at 11. They, they've had a lot of success with taking their show and leading it into 
A game. A game. The higher profile, the better. They have. Michigan-Ohio State has become an 11 a.m. Central Time game. It does very well. Exceptionally well. Truth is, there's more stuff on at night. There's more distractions at night. People go out on Saturday nights. It is, you can't on what, this isn't directed at fans, by the way. It's just in general. You can't in one hand go, man, I love this TV money. And in the other hand, bitch about TV. Yeah, TV sets the TV sets the agenda. I have a, a mailbag question. I'll go ahead and get answer it today. I'll, I'll answer it in writing. But what say do ADs have in this? Very little, if any. I'm sure you get to make your your preference known. Sure. But ESPN stroking the check. When you write the check, you get what you want. When you walk into a steakhouse and you order a steak, you get a steak, even if the chef really wants you to have the chicken special. Just coming. I mean, it just is what it is. I, I get it. It messes up the Grove. I get that I don't understand the Grove. I haven't been to the Grove in 12 years. But, I, but it's, it's, but, it's, but it's, it's not it's, even necessarily Grove, though, like not even defending fans. But the point more is just like you said, it's, it's not a city where you're already here. You're right. getting here, A. Right. You are. It changes the dynamic after the game because of closures and times and all right. those things. Like it's it sort of, in a way, it eliminates tailgating on both sides. Sure. In a way, that's that's actually the issue with it is that it completely. It's not even just hey, do everything later. Well, the way the rules are, you can't. That's not the way it works. But look, they're going to get. Ole Miss is going to get eleven a.m. games. Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, they just are. I mean, if you made me bet today, looking at the slate. I'd bet Auburn Ole Miss on the 15th is an 11 a.m. game. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd bet heavily on it. If you look at the well, slate of games that day. But if Auburn sucks, it's a night game. Yeah. That's the problem. Perhaps. There. Yeah. Just you look at the way the slate goes, there might be two 11 a.m. games that day. Might be an ESPN. It might be an SEC network. You have all these TV slots. Something's got to fill them. And this is a deeper thing. David said the frustration, fair or not, is the perception that programs like Ole Miss and Kentucky find themselves at 11 when they're good or bad and LSU always get primetime games. That's not – it's not perception. It's true. Yeah. Um, well, ESPN – I mean, people did the math a couple of years ago. LSU does not play 11 o'clock games. They do not give LSU But here's why. Games. No, I mean, again, not arguing, just but saying – here's, But here's yeah. why. When TV looks at their analytics, and believe me, they're analytically driven, they know that night games at LSU get great ratings. They just do. It's a national product. We always joke about our friend in Dubuque. Who Tiger Stadium at night. Hmm. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It's got a there's a aura to it. I mean, kind of only one way to change that. Well, it's two ways to change it. You win big and your atmosphere comes across on television as different. Enough to get people to watch. You know, what's interesting about that, and this is Probably a deeper thing that we're not necessarily going all the way into today. Crowds, because we'll get into Kiffin's comments, and he challenged the fans yesterday. Mm -hmm. But I've told Neil when we were walking out of the press conference yesterday, crowds everywhere are down. There's Unless it's a huge game, nobody's getting crowds in. So I guess sure. the point is, frankly, crowds in general are reputation-based at this point. Because I don't know that anybody's falling off or gaining to a point to change perception. If you have a really big game, you have a hell of a crowd. 
And if you don't have a really big game, you don't have a hell of a crowd. And it's that way at 100% of the stadiums across the country. Well, look, there's this thing called inflation that has impacted oh, people. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Not to get political, but gas prices are high. I mean, I know people are going, hey, they're down 50 cents. Yeah, but they're up over the over last year. They're more expensive. It's more expensive to drive than it was a year ago. It's more expensive to go out to eat than it was a year ago. It's more expensive to, to get your groceries than it was a year ago. To, to assume that that has not impacted people's decisions as to which games they will or will not mm-hmm. attend is, is absolutely foolish. Yeah, you're less likely to do Central Arkansas, Tulsa. And then throw on top of that that the political theater and, and, and wokeness of 2020 allowed people, and that's what it was, it allows people to, to go, who normally would have just gone to all the games to suddenly get the viewing experience from home. No, I, I, David, I, I think both can be true. He said you can't be true that 11 is the better time slot then. Both can't be true. Any big-time SEC game at night has an atmosphere on TV. No, it, but it is true, David. It is absolutely true that the networks view the 11 o'clock slot as critically important. But then when they're putting the puzzle together, and that's what ESPN does, CBS gets choice one. They chose Alabama at Arkansas. That's what they chose. Because why? Because CBS knows that Alabama gets ratings. That's why they took it. Alabama gets ratings. Around the country, people watch Alabama. It's more than just down here. These are national audiences. They're trying to get a national audience, so they took Alabama. So the next game that they looked at was the 11 o'clock slot. What's the best game? It's Ole Miss, Kentucky. But you package that with, hey, we get – on top of that, we get to put a game that typically does really well at night, at night. And so that's what they did. Yeah, I guess the, that's the best way to characterize it. Because if you look at all three of those games, you get this, and then the night helps prop up Auburn and LSU, potentially with two teams that nobody cares about. Versus yes. you flip it, and you go, well, now I've got the worst game at 11, and I don't have the kind of the ambience that I typically could get around that game. It's and a game, it, that, peop- it, it's a game that, that, to pe- that people might not care about, but again, our guy in Dubuque who just sits and watches college football and doesn't give a damn about any of these SEC teams, he's, he's kind of programmed because it's typically been a pretty crazy game to go, hey, look at this, LSU and Auburn at night. Remember the fire and remember this and remember that, that's what. And they, it's also putting it. It's also putting it on another channel at the same exact time that the number one team in the country is playing. That some people are simply going to watch Georgia because they're on TV. Sure. Auburn LSU's head up against Georgia. Sure, people watch the number one team. Yeah. Ole Miss is head up against Eastern Washington and Florida and South Carolina State and South Carolina. They said, "Here's the SEC game we're going to watch right now." Yeah, I mean the 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 slate of games at eleven a.m. Uh, yeah, I've got it up. Okay, Alabama, yep. Arkansas, two thirty. Yep, eleven a.m. Kentucky, Ole Miss, Eastern Washington, Florida, mm-hmm. South Carolina State, South Carolina. So now I can go national. Florida is the Florida is the SEC network game. It is that is correct. Yeah. No, no, Florida is the South Carolina State. South Carolina is actually the SEC network game. Oh, dear God. Um, Eastern Washington, Florida is ESPN. Well, I don't know. They both have SEC Network. They're not telling us which one's on the alternate channel. So it depends on where you are. Yeah. Okay. Um, A&M and State at three, SEC Network. Mm-hmm. Which that's a pretty good three SEC Network game. Yeah. Uh, and then LSU, Auburn, and Georgia, Missouri. Yeah. SEC Network, ESPN. And so they're putting the puzzle together. After CBS makes their call, ESPN slash Disney puts a puzzle together. I get it. I get that people don't like it, and I know people go, you guys in the media, y'all view it. Yeah, look, if we were up to media people, they'd, every game would be at 9 a.m. 
So it's not really about what media wants. I didn't get a say. Yeah, we weren't asked. I mean, if we were asked, literally every game would kick at 9 a.m. or earlier. We might kick it at 7.30. Yeah, if I got one text, I got 27 yesterday that said, I know you like the 11, but, and then I got a string of, of, of sentences after that. It's like, yeah, I, I get it. But if I were them, I would have probably done the same thing. If I'm ESPN, that's probably what I do. I get it. So I can't sit here and go, oh, it's terrible. I understand. They have to put something there. And where their point, though, that I will find, that I do kind of agree with is that no matter if Ole Miss is good or bad, they never they don't get the night game. Because if they're bad, they stick them at 11 o'clock to get out of the way because it's on SEC Network yeah. at that point. But to me, the that, thing is that you have a hard time getting that 6 o'clock game no matter how good you are. But to me, that's where you have to throw that out. You're talking about, you're talking about three games. Mm-hmm. You're not talking about six games. You're right. talking about three games. CBS gets choice one, and then the next two are up to ESPN, and they want to put they want to put one at eleven and one at or, six or, six or in their words, noon. Yeah, because they're thinking about the Eastern Time Zone, and one at seven thirty mm-hmm. or seven. Yeah, it's actually not seven thirty. They've moved it up because they know the later they go, the worse the ratings yeah, get. Yeah, sure. If you've noticed, they, there's fewer and fewer 8 o'clock games. I know there was one last week, but they, they don't do a lot of that. It better be a hell of a game if you're doing 8 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. it better be a humdinger, if you will. Or it better be super sexy somehow. Yeah, on the East Coast, you need the fourth quarter to start in that 9 o'clock hour, not that 10 o'clock hour. Yeah. So... They were going to put something at 11 and something at 6, and they had to piece it together. It was a puzzle. Mm-hmm. And so they probably had three games to choose from if you include State and Texas A&M, and they, after State spit the bit the way that they did in, in Baton Because that Rouge. game's hidden because it's on with Arkansas and Alabama. Yeah, and it tells you that, again, it's the coin toss. If Texas A&M beats Arkansas, that game's got a little bit more appeal to it. If Texas A&M loses to Arkansas, A&M's kind of off the map a little bit from a TV standpoint. No, C- R- R- CBS was picking an Arkansas victory. Well, they're banking. In a way, they're, yeah. They're, they're cheering for one. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because if you knew they were losing, you'd go, well, hell, I don't know. Yeah. Because you only get Alabama so many times, too. There is a limit to how many times you can take one team. Yeah. Um, but I get I get picking Alabama for the 230 window yeah, because they get numbers. People ask, why do they keep going back to Alabama? Because Alabama delivers. Mm-hmm. That's why. It's not about equity. It's about ratings. Just is. And you can consider the, the amount that they're paying for that package. I get it. Yeah. Podcast brought to you in part by Johnston Hill Creamery. JohnstonHillCreamery.com. 662-419-9201. Or send them an email at cheese at johnstonhillcreamery.com. Go to their Instagram page. Tons of different videos, pictures of the offerings they have, including their tailgate packages. If you got Tulsa this weekend, and then as SEC play gets going, still four SEC home games to go this season to feed 10, 20, or 40, no matter what it is that you have going on in your tent, they can help you out. Again, that's 662-419-9201, johnstonhillcreamery.com. Brought to you by the uh, College Corner. The Davison Igbenosan Show is up. Uh, where you listen to podcasts. It's also up on our YouTube channel. Really appreciate you uh, hitting the play button on that. But if you don't, that's okay. We'd, we'd like for you to. It's the College Corner that sponsors that show. It's your one-stop Rebel Shop, two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland. It's next to Fleet Feet and Flowood. It's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, it's okay. 
Uh, no problem. You can go to collegecornerstore.com, plus you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. We're also brought to you by The Rogue. They host the Mason Brooks Show, or sponsor it, I should say. And it's brought to you uh, each and every week. It's up also on the site. It's up at uh, on our where you listen to podcasts as well. Mason was terrific, as always. The Rogue is your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand-select pieces from top designers, from work to lifestyle to nightlife. That's the perfect something for everyone. All the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, and more. 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. A little bit later today, the Troy Brown Show will be published. It's brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. Uh, If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, uh, call Southern 662-429-4400. 29. Uh, we'll have Pete's pigskin preview to you on uh, Thursday. That's brought to you by Walk-Ons. Walk-On Sports Bistro puts everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering made from scratch Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. Visit them today in Oxford or Ridgeland. Our friends at Blue Delta are excited to announce they'll be hosting Mustache the Band on Friday, October the 14th for the Square Jams after party. You can come out, watch the uh, basketball team on Friday night, get ready for Saturday's game against Auburn. And in between, you can uh, join the folks from Blue Delta at the Lyric with the world's most powerful 90s country band. Tickets, uh, ticket packages are on sale now. Some tickets include jeans, some don't, but all include admission to the concert and an open bar to book just DM Blue Delta on their socials or visit bluedeltajeans.com slash afterparty and they'll see you there. A-Stock Auctions is a Nashville-based online auction company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items at A-Stock Auctions start at just a dollar. Every item is just one dollar. Go to astock.bid or download their app. Name your price on thousands of items from big name retailers. And uh, what he said, what he meant is up at rebelgrove.com. That's brought to you by myperfectfranchise.net. MyPerfectFranchise.net offers the ability to create income and wealth. Let Andy Ledecky guide you through a comprehensive franchise evaluation. If you hate your job, you hate your boss, you hate your pay, and you feel stuck, email Andy at MyPerfectFranchise.net. Podcast is brought to you by Prom Shrimp. PromShrimp.com. Six different flavors delivered straight to you to your door. You pop them in the freezer. Then when you're ready to eat, less than 10 minutes freezer to play with restaurant-quality shrimp from Prime Shrimp. They have their newest flavor, the Lemon Crack Pepper. It's their sixth different offering. The signature blend is probably my favorite. They have a spicy blend as well as two different meals in a bag. That's the French Quarter Alfredo and the Garlic Herb Butter or a Simply Shrimp if you want to doctor it up yourself. It's great with kids. Maybe a little more of a picky palate or whatever flavor it is that you want, they have an option for you. They also do their two pounds of individually frozen shrimp. Those are kind of like what the grocery store would offer, except a higher quality shrimp from the New Orleans-based company. So use code MPW for your first order. That's primeshrimp.com. Use MPW. Uh, Let's see. ESPN has not updated a ton of game times for that week, so I guess some other conferences haven't put their times in yet, maybe the Big Ten specifically, because... Michigan-Iowa doesn't have a time yet, at least per ESPN. NC State-Clemson does not have a time yet per ESPN. I've got to think that's a 2.30 ABC game. Oklahoma-TCU doesn't have a time. Oklahoma State-Baylor doesn't have a time. Oh. Um, That's a big game. 
I did see uh, Brett McMurphy reporting this morning that Oklahoma and Oklahoma State have both said that Bedlam will not continue once the SEC uh, move happens. So that is that is done. By the way, the SEC schedule comes out next year's SEC schedule comes out today. Oh, it is today. Um, and I know there are rumors and such. I don't believe, based on talking to people, that the rumor about Oklahoma and Texas being included in next year's schedule is true. I I don't think that's true at all. Um. The game being on CBS is not prohibitive to game day whatsoever. They will no. absolutely pick games that are on CBS. Um, do we can we do the formula? Who who's who has old who is Ole Miss's East team next year? Uh, in the rotation, I, twenty kind of screwed it up in my head, so I'm trying to think back. Is it Georgia? God, Ole Miss better hope not. Um, well, they have minutes at sixteen. When was the last time Ole Miss went to Athens? It was 12, right? It's 12. Or 13. Was it 13 or 12? It's 12. Okay. Yeah, it was 12 because I did the Robert Kimdichie thing. Okay. It's not Carolina. It's not Kentucky. When was the last time they went to Kentucky? It's not Florida. But they played Kentucky this year. You're not okay. doing back-to-back. Okay. I mean, it, 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 there's a – you go they, home and away in a rotation. When was the last just, time Florida came here? Well, they were supposed to on twin twenty, and they did yeah, for right. COVID. That was the game that was already on the schedule. I in assume 20. it's Georgia or Tennessee. No, that's happened recently. When was the last time Tennessee came to Oxford? Freeze. Yeah, but you, but but Ole Miss went up there a couple years ago. Last year. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's Georgia, right? I guess. Or Missouri. Oh, yeah, I was. Good. I was. The next question I had was when was the last time Missouri came here last in twenty. 20- 13. When was the last time Ole Miss went to Missouri? A couple years ago. It was 2017 or 18. Did that? Yeah. No, it was 19. It was the first time we did the post right. game show. Yeah. Sorry, we're rambling. I, I don't know. My guess would be it's Georgia, which really sucks for Ole Miss. Although Kentucky's really good, too. I mean, you have to do it one out of seven years. So it is what it is. So what'd you make of Kiffin challenging the fans for the Tulsa game? I mean, there's a lot of different ways it can be interpreted. People was, try to read a lot into that kind of stuff. Maybe there's was, something to read into it. Maybe there's not. I thought not. it was notable. Now, look, he has, he's made a habit of this. This is not new. Kiffin is doing this a lot. And you can... We don't it assured the post-game question that I'm going to want to scream at, which is, what'd you think of the crowd? Sure. It's the, you know, it's the only time that I thought Kiffin, and I don't remember what game it was. I can't even remember. It's the only time I thought Kiffin was unfair to the crowd. Was he, oh, it was A&M. He criticized the A&M crowd last year, and it was like, come on, Lane. Like, that was a really good crowd. Like, you can't say, hey, show up, and then criticize that crowd. Um, because he got he got a, he 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 mentioned that they still were able to get signals in or something. They were able to mouth signals and not have to use silent counts. Oh, that's what he was talking about. But it was like, I mean, come on, yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's a constant thing, and you can go, hey, it's a frustration, it's a challenge, it's evidence of, hey, if you really want to keep him here, maybe this is something you guys need to get better at. That's 
a clear interpretation, then that, there's no way to argue with that at all. There's also the possibility that he just knows that him bitching might be a reason to get 5,000 more people in the stands or 2,500 more people in the stands. And if it only takes him 15 seconds in a press conference, that's probably worth it to make the crowd a little better. That you can probably guilt trip some people into it. It's probably that. I mean, it's better than me not mentioning it. And he was in a little bit of a sarcastic mood yesterday. He was. He was, he was, he was in a good mood. He was in a good mood. Yeah. I suspect that was a happy film. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Shit. So I, it's, I think it's the latter, but look, it's, it's something that's always on his mind. And here's what's interesting about it. And look, he's aware. I mean, Lane is as aware of the college football national landscape of maybe any coach in the country, or at least in the top tier of that. Yeah. So he's aware of this. He knows that Alabama is also not drawing against Mercer or whomever they're playing. I would think he knows that. He does. But here's my point. Because Ole Miss has gotten better, and they're a top 15 team, top 20 team. They've won a lot of games. I mean, Neil's rattling off stats to me before we started the show about their their above-average play over the last couple of years. When he goes on the road, road teams are putting big crowds in to see Ole Miss. Yeah. So he goes and goes, hey, look what they're doing. Right. Well, it's because you're good. Right. He's not coaching at Coastal Carolina where he comes in to Fayetteville and it's sleepy before A&M the next week or whatever. So I, I do wonder sometimes if he has to remind himself that Ole Miss is drawing on the road because of who they are. Not necessarily, oh, look, that crowd's so much better than Ole Miss at home. There were empty seats for Auburn with Penn State in town. Yeah, I saw that. First time a Big Ten team had ever played there. LSU didn't have a full house for State Saturday. No. LSU was pretty rough for State Saturday. It's just national. It just but is what again, it is. People people got time to watch games at home. Yeah. So I think I, mean, I think you got I mean, to all that virtue signal. All that virtue signaling had a cost. It just did. It's going to take time to get those people to come back to games, to come back to all the games because they got to watch games at home and went, "Man, this is kind of nice." Instead of fighting the crowd, getting out of Baton Rouge, you're already home in Hammond. You're not dripping wet, walking back to your car two miles away. You're home. There is no line for the bathroom. You don't pay $11 for a beer. Um, Ole Miss is, Ole Miss is at Georgia next year. Missouri at home in 24 and at South Carolina in 2025. So Ole Miss goes to Athens next year. Missouri here. Missouri here and, and then, then at Carolina. Okay. That is the next three years. Whew. So yeah, I knew there was a rotation that was already So Ole Miss out. goes to Alabama and Georgia next year. And Auburn. And, well, so what? Okay, fair. But to Alabama and Georgia. Whew. What means your home games are easier? Well, it does. Get Silver lining. Yeah. So next year they'll go to Georgia, to Alabama, to Auburn, and to Mississippi State. That's correct. And they'll play host to Arkansas, LSU, Vanderbilt, and Texas A&M. That is correct. Yes. What are their non-league games next year? Do you know? I'll, I'll pull it up in a second. State plays South Carolina next year. Alabama gets at Kentucky next year. Okay. Arkansas is at Florida next year. Auburn gets the Vanderbilt gift next year. A&M Tennessee next year is kind of fun. 
Oh, in yeah. Knoxville. Oh, that's that's good. Yeah. So yes, at Georgia next year. People in the stream were saying it, but I did actually find it too. I knew they had put it in through like 2025 that you could go ahead and map out sort of how that. Although 2025 might get wait, will get will disrupted. get wiped. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. So don't make your reservations in Columbia. Uh, next year, the non-league is Mercer at home to open at Tulane in New Orleans. At home for Georgia Tech, at home for ULM. Oh, the Warhawks head to town, they huh? Do. Oh, cool. Get them back in next oh, year. Oh, yeah. I'll go to the team hotel, hang out a little bit, give them some secrets, some tips. Three Louisiana teams on the schedule next year. Out of way. Be Louisiana State champs. Tulane, ULM, and LSU, huh? Mm-hmm. It's exciting. I'm going to continue to harp on this. Play Tulane every other year on New Orleans. Of course. It's the only time they have it in like the next 10 years. I, you don't do that. Play them every other year. I would call Tulane and go, hey, we'll come down there every other you year. You don't have to come here. Nope. Don't we, care. In fact, we really don't want you to. Okay. Serves no purpose. <laughs> no, good. We'll just go down there. Fine. I'd call UNLV <laughs> and go, you want us to come play you? Because we will. If you want to come here, great, but whatever. Not necessary. We just want to come to you. Yep. Because Ole Miss fans travel. You would give them a Vegas game. Sure. Ole Miss would take 30,000 people to Las Vegas. Because if you're going to do some of those road, you got to do some road games and out of the league, make it trips. Yeah, make it yeah, fun. Go to, go to, go to uh, New Orleans. Everybody likes New Orleans don't for play, a weekend. Don't play Memphis. No, hell no. Hell no. Tell No. <laughs> No. Where do you want to go play? New Orleans or Orange Mound? Yeah. If you're going to play road games against either go play Power 5 teams or give people a trip. So schedules. Yeah. At Georgia, at Alabama, at State, at Tulane, at Auburn. Not bad. I mean, from a travel standpoint, that's pretty vicious from a competition standpoint. Imagine how desperate State will be after losing three in a row when that game comes there next November. Because it'll either be year one for a new guy or it'll be Mike Leach's ass on the line. Because if Ole Miss wins the Egg Bowl this year, that would be period. He couldn't survive four in a row. And you're not sure he can survive three. Look, I, here's. Can you really fire him though if they go? If they get to seven, can you get Hugh Freeze? Can you hire Hugh Freeze? Would you stop that crap? Totally serious. Stop. Why? They're not hiring Hugh Freeze. Why not? Tell me why not. Hold on. A minute. Tell me why not. Hold on. Okay. If you're John Cohen, who's, okay, who's a very smart guy. Okay. You would hire the guy who your in-state rival, who I've goaded for 10 years and put on probation, has all of that crap content from those years ago at their disposal. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to just hope that we have this Cold War where nobody's ever going to use it. Ole Miss wouldn't care. I'm just asking, though. you got to at least have the hand-raised guy that goes, Hey, John, what if... What if? That's all. Just, I mean, no, what if? Okay, ask me the questions and I'll be John. Fire away. 
as soon as we're in in it for some number one recruit in the country, they release the full scope of all those numbers. That's between and he. Them? That's between he and Jill. A long time ago, in a much better place now. Because I do think I was asked this on the board yesterday. And I'm completely right. Somebody said, "Hey, Steve would never be able to handle that." I said, no, Steve would say it's the Ole Miss culture that led Hugh to do those things. <laughs> he was fine, and Ole Miss caused it. Okay, that's what he would do. Cool. What else you got? Give me another obstacle. Serious, I'm totally serious here. If I'm Mississippi State, he is on the shortest of. Well, short I list. do agree. He's proven he can recruit in Mississippi. All the quote cheating that he did at Ole Miss, which he really didn't do because he didn't have the money to do it, but now it's legal. He'd be able to assemble a pretty good staff. He's a very good offensive coach. He is. I do believe that for most places, Hugh is not anywhere near the gamble that most people try to paint him into being. I think time changes things, and frankly, whatever. I mean, I mean barring some sort of scandal in the exact same fashion. That stuff whatever. by the time you hire him next year is almost a decade old. His argument, whether it's true or not, I don't know. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt and say it is, is that that was a weak moment in his life and a weak moment in his marriage and that they're better now. Mm-hmm. He's won at Liberty. I mean, they two-point play away from beating Wake. Oh, they, they have, they have they, one of the better group of five programs. He's really solid. They have good plans. I mean, they couldn't handle Monroe last year, but other than that, done pretty well. Sure. Came to Ole Miss, very respectable. Sure. He didn't make an ass of himself that week, that day. He didn't. No, he's fine. He could have. Could have made it all about him, and he didn't. He didn't. He was. He handled it well. Showed a lot of humanity. Frankly, he was uncomfortable and just kind of wanted to get the hell out of there. Yeah. A lot of his former players that played at Ole Miss for Hugh Freeze still like him very much. A lot of them go to Liberty and work out sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, tell me who at Mississippi State makes a ton more sense. If the season goes to hell in a handbasket and they lose to Ole Miss and thir- three times in a row and they go, this just doesn't work. Tell me who makes more sense. Hugh Freeze puts him on the national map. Media likes to talk about Hugh Freeze, a lot of clicks. Yeah, sure, you tell jokes, but jokes go away if you win. His argument would be, I, I inherited the Ole Miss job at a time. His argument would be, I inherited the Ole Miss job at a time that the roster was completely depleted, the morale sucked, and the fan base had given up. And I took them to number one in the country. And had I not had some dalliances off the field, I might still be there today. And the NCAA thing was a witch hunt, which it was. And all the things that we got accused of now are legal. Oh, I I it's, get the argument. It's a legit argument. Who else are they hiring? I also don't. I mean, Urban Meyer's not lining up for the Mississippi State job. Who else is? Who else are you hiring? And you need to be relevant because if, look, if Lane Kiffin's going to stay at Ole Miss for any length of time, Ole Miss is really freaking relevant. And if you're Mississippi State and you're trying to figure out some way in hell to match it. You're going to have to hire somebody that gives you a little splash, and that can't be. And it's probably where it does. It's probably the most splashy you could actually get. I mean, it's a it's a narrow splash, but I get what you mean. I mean, a pretty big splash. It'd be big news. It, well, the national guys would come to the press conference. Oh well, sure. Well, that's what you're trying to do. What make the egg bowl relevant? Well, look, there was an argument. 
There's an argument. I'm going, maybe not I am going to will this into existence. This is going to happen. I've heard this argument, and I don't even disagree, that Hugh would have been a better fit at State than Ole Miss. Yeah. The whole time. Yeah, the whole – Not that he was a bad fit at Ole Miss, but he would have been a better, yeah, fit, a better fit there. The, the, the Mississippi stuff Yeah, the preachy that. stuff hits, hits home a little better there. This is about more than football. It's about – Remember, one time I said, "Just be a football coach," and he's like, "I don't. I, I'm, I'm more than that." Yeah, I said he had a a platform for his purpose. I believe yeah. What he, okay, that, that goes over there better. They're hokier than Ole Miss is. They just are. Yeah, Hugh can't bait Lane into talking about the Egg Bowl in revered tones. Oh me. hell no, no. no. Look, if Lane Kiffin's biggest game of the year is the Egg Bowl, There's he failed. Yeah. In his mind, he failed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. At the risk of kind of giving away some content here, sure. look where Ole Miss is today. If you go back to the 2020 end of the season, to the bowl game, and again, I'm, I realize I'm, I'm hand-selecting a start date, okay? You follow me? Yeah. Ole Miss wins the 2020 Outback Bowl over Indiana. Including that game and assuming a win over Tulsa, Ole Miss goes into the Kentucky game 15-3 and three in their last 18 games. That's correct. Ask me how many programs in the SEC are better than that. It's two. Two. 
Ask me how many programs in the league can match that. One. Assuming a win over Northern Illinois. Sure. Dating back to the 2020 Gator Bowl, which Kentucky beat somebody in. Kentucky will be 15-3 and three in its last 18 games when it comes to Oxford. Lane Kiffin has put Ole Miss squarely in the second tier. In very, and, and that second tier, quite frankly, only has two members. It's got a couple of teams that are on the outskirts of it, but they're not in it. Yeah, A&M's Ar- not in it. Arkansas is close. A&M's not as close, but depending on what happens in that game Saturday. If, if Arkansas were to beat A&M on Saturday, Arkansas could argue that we're really close. And they would be, but they wouldn't be in it. I mean, and the winner of Ole Miss Kentucky goes. Well, the winner of Ole Miss Kentucky is in phenomenal shape in so many ways. Yeah. And so, if if we're doing the Mississippi State thing, and you're comparing to Ole Miss and everything they do does, sure, I got to go. Hey, we got to figure this out. Yeah. So you asked me to be hand raised guy in that room. Mm-hmm. I'm if I'm hand raised guy in the room in Starkville, God forbid. I'm saying, look, we got to do something that makes us relevant. They're relevant. They get attention, they're good, they win, they're relevant. If we got to match that or try to get as close to that as we can and the leech thing doesn't work, and it's not working, if, if, if the leech thing doesn't work, the answer is not some country boy from somewhere to come in and, well, we're going to rally the yeah. missus. No, you're going to have to get somebody that gets some attention, that runs something that works. Yeah. Well, Hugh Freeze did it at a Mississippi school at a time that that school sucked, no offense, but Ole Miss was horrible in 20, 2011. Yeah, sure. They were god-awful. The, the morale, every the grades. Everything. Everything. The program was in absolute shambles. Shambles. I mean, Ole Miss sucked in 2011. Sorry, but they did. I don't even think anybody would argue that. Uh. And he won. I mean, I I don't even know who else. I mean, you could argue Will Hall, but what's has Will done it yet? I mean, Does Will get people no, excited he, he's, yet? He's not to Hugh yet. Come on. So, no. so who are you hiring? Because the big national people don't want that job. No, of course not. I mean, you're not going to. Well, a lot of people look at it and go, hang on a minute. They're obsessed with Mississippi and beating Ole Miss and Lane's over there? Yeah, no. I'm Lane's good. over there, and i got to yeah. play Alabama every year. Yeah, I'm good. i got to play LSU every year. And my permanent son is Kentucky, who's good. And we're about to add Texas and Oklahoma to this damn thing. No, I'm good. Yeah. I mean, Luke Fickle's not taking the call. No. So tell me who makes more sense than Hugh Freeze at Mississippi State. Yeah. Podcast brought to you in part by G and in pharmacy 662-236-2222. We won't need any medication if... Hugh Freeze is hired at Mississippi State, just running on adrenaline. That's it. Keep I all your pills. But happen. if you need I some pills. I can feel it. I can feel momentum right now. Tyson Drugs, Holly Springs, they'll deliver locally in the Oxford area. They also offer MedSync. Free prescriptions the same day each month. Take care of you. One trip to the pharmacy, one delivery. You have everything you need when you need it with G&M. So, again, call them. Transfer your medications from a big box pharmacy. That's 662-236-2222. We're also brought to you by Solutions RX. It's a probiotic multivitamin supplement company created by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum Chris Cornelison. It's pharmaceutical grade, manufactured right here inside the U.S. I've been taking a couple of their products, the prescription support. It's great. Puts the uh, vitamins back into your body to help with side effects. 
from some of the medications people my age kind of have to take, like high blood pressure meds, cholesterol meds, whatever the case may be. just makes you feel better. SolutionsRx.com, promo code OEP at checkout. Get 10% off your first order. Hawkeye Portable Buildings, 7991 Highway 7 South in Hawkeye, Mississippi at Hawkeye Portable Buildings. They custom build your building to your specifications. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. However you want your carport, ATV, or storage shed, I mean, all the content we're going to have. Oh, oh my God, it's going to be great. Uh, Hawkeye can accommodate you. You pick the color, the style, the windows, the doors. You can make it maroon. You can put some some freeze things on it. Have a freeze warning in Starkville. Get Hawkeye Portable Buildings to paint it for you. 662-226-2233. HawkeyeBuildings.com. You can also find them on Facebook or Instagram at Hawkeye Portable Buildings. Speaking of uh, tailgating, uh, got tailgating going on this weekend with Tulsa coming to town. You got Kentucky coming next week. Auburn coming two weeks after that. You still got home games against uh, Alabama, Mississippi State. There's a lot going on. Still plenty of time to enjoy the Grove. And you want Seven South tailgating to let take the pressure off you and tailgating and let you enjoy the tailgating. Let them do the setup. Let them do the teardown. Let them do all of it to make your tailgating a far more pleasant experience. Once you've tailgate with Seven South Tailgating, you won't tailgate without them again. Again, SevenSouthTailgating.com. Don't forget uh, Dead Soxie. If you're uh, already starting to think about the holiday season, Dead Soxie is the perfect gift for any budget, whether as a gift or buying for yourself. Dead Soxie can always help you celebrate with style. Promo code REBELGROVE for 25% off your order at DeadSoxie.com. And uh, speaking of the Grove, listen, these early games, when you're um, hitting the mimosas or the Bloody Marys or if you're just drinking the 7.30 a.m. Bud, you want those game-changer patches. It's the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. I mean, if you're having vodka and lemonade with a little splash of 7-Up, you want hangover. You want the uh, game-changer patches. The warm-up patch before or while you drink. Overtime patch after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. Gamechangerpatch.com. Promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. We're also brought to you by ACS, Automation Control Systems, LLC. It's a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff, a UL508A panel shop. They can service and install Rockwell Automation, Allen Bradley, Siemens, ABB, Square D, and many other manufacturers. Get in touch with them at ACSLLCMS.com or call 662. 601-4381. Now aptly a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp, because we may all need or not need this should uh, should this come to fruition. Neil is over here trying to thrust into the ether as we are uh, talking today. If you got a problem, your brain sometimes tough to stay in a problem-solving mode and face the challenge in life, like getting Hugh Freeze hired as the head coach at Mississippi State. But you learn how to find your own solutions. There's no better feeling. A therapist can help you become a better problem solver, make it easier to accomplish your goals no matter how big or small. Sure, you can talk to family, friends, people who have some experience with, with Hugh, but get a therapist. A complete clean slate. Somebody who doesn't have any emotional capacity, anything in the past to tie them to the subject. Just somebody who can help you. You can change therapists whenever you would like with BetterHelp. You can turn your video on or off. So many different benefits there to talk to someone that you can trust and get answers from or can help you get answers yourself. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MPW to get 10% off your first month. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. 
That's betterhelp.com slash MPW. Uh, I mean, look, if they need me to come into the meeting, I'll be there. Okay. Two hours away. You can get there in a little under two. Yeah, okay. just, just give me a give me a call. I, there's a price, but I'll be there. If he tweeted it, I bet he would like the tweet. <laughs> Could happen. Where's the helmet? Is it on the bottom shelf? Yeah, it's down here. Okay. I bet we could get a signed Mississippi State helmet when he gets the gig. I 100%. He'd probably come on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Why not? That'd be great. That helmet got here in like three days. I mean, that son of a gun was warp speed getting here. We didn't even ask for it to be signed. Did not ask for it to be signed. But it was. Got a little yeah. dust on it. That's Chase it. and Neil, thank you for having me on. Hugh Freeze. There it is. I text Hugh and said, hey, Hugh, we're trying to get a helmet for the studio. Can you help out? He said, absolutely. Just uh, send an email to my assistant, and we'll get that done. And I mean, I've asked other guys did. for helmets and hadn't gotten them. He, maybe, literally, I mean, all, all jokes aside, it was here within a week. It was it was yeah. fast. It's nice. Heck, yeah. I mean, a white one would have been a little better, but I'll take the blue. It's no, okay. You didn't. You, I did you not re- specify. Had you requested a white one, you would have gotten a white one. <laughs> That's on you, not Hugh. <laughs> Flame sticker on the back. Oh, it is. Oh, the shut thing's coming off. Mm-hmm. We can fix it. Oh yeah, it could all be. None of that's none of that's Hugh's fault. No. This is our fault. Yeah. It hasn't been in a very prominent location. Well, we're gonna change that this week. Okay. Need to dust, obviously. What else you got? I'm sorry. I was going back to you mentioning lemonade and vodka. Sorry, I'm I'm, I'm had a moment there. Uh, a little styrofoam cup, a little cranberry, a little splash of cranberry, cranberry, not seven. Although that is the sp- the sprite on in lemonade and vodka is a delectable add because of the carbonation it gives you. It's it's a great little just uh-huh. extra extra yeah. hit there. See, there you go. Yeah, it's all Ain't nothing wrong with that drink. I know it doesn't matter, and I don't. Even, I, I feel like some people think it's bothering me. It's not bothering me, but why is he not naming a starting quarterback? My guess. We're getting into ruse territory. I don't know. Is it a ruse or are we just trying to keep people happy? And maybe. But it's working so far. He's only playing one quarterback. It's it's worked so far. Does he need to make a public announcement? Do they need to hold a press conference to do it? I mean, really? Kind of defending Lane here. Well, in some ways, it's our fault. Because you see what's happening. Why do you even need to ask? What difference does it make? Yeah. Well, I mean, we're I guess gonna, my point, though, is like. He knows we're going to write about quarterbacks. Luke knows Jackson is playing Saturday. Of course. So, what difference does it make in both directions? Maybe. But if you don't name Jackson the starter and make, if you keep doing the or thing, it stops Luke from looking like he publicly did. Like right oh, now, yeah, he sure. didn't play because he was banged up. Yeah, sure. Didn't throw because Lane didn't want to run up the score on Jeff Collins, which I thought was kind of classy. That was an interesting side note there, wasn't it? Yeah, Lane's from a football coaching family. People forget that sometimes because of all he was, the... He was aware of what's going on. At the yeah, he's aware. Sure. It's one of the things I like about him is he doesn't do the, hey, I never read any of y'all stuff. Oh, come on. He might not sit down and read it, but he knows what people are saying. 
Yeah, Mac, I guess bad as I'm talking, I agree with you. Yeah, I think it's actually more annoying that the question keeps coming up because we know the answer. So well, we know it. What's what I mean? You and so, me. Oh. <laughs> you actually think there was doubt in that room yesterday? I know, I know, I know, I know. I mean, I, I'm not I, trying to set you up. I'm just saying, but I don't want to be critical, and then I go into the. No, I know, I get I it. I go into the room, and people look at me like you're a big jerk, even though a lot. I think most of those people think I'm a big jerk. Okay, which is fine. I don't care. I guess. I don't think red shirts matter anymore, so I don't think that matters. I mean, I guess it technically would be wasting a year should a quarterback decide to transfer, but... Yeah. Well, not yet. Not before yet. But that's a conversation that either he and Luke have had or haven't had. Because it's very clear that conversation has happened with Control Bullock. Yes. I'm not even sure he's traveling. Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious that conversation's occurred. He's either going to redshirt or transfer. Yeah. Um, And with Luke, I mean, maybe that conversation has happened. Maybe it hasn't. I don't know. Luke has played in three games. He can play in one more without losing his year of playing eligibility. Yeah, I think Suss probably would want that question back. Um, that was not his. <laughs> Nick is usually a pretty good question asker. Yeah, that is. was not. I, I think he got halfway out of his mouth. He went, oh, hell. Oh, hell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Lane kind of looked at him like, you know what's coming, right? <laughs> go ahead and take it. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want elite players. <laughs> that would suck. I have no interest in. So you're telling me that what, one of my choices is I could get 26, 27 Igmanosins and, and Judkins. Or not. Or not. Because I'll take them. If you can help me make that work. He is staying incredibly high on Zach Evans. I mean, he continues to just rave about how but there's I mean, so much you, more there. Are you watching? But I mean, like, kind of. Well, I've seen I've seen something, a couple of shots where people have sent to me, who have access to film. Where there's holes. Where he missed, he didn't read the hole. When had he? Holy moly! Third level. I talked to Brian about this on the post game show on Saturday night. Evans has been really fascinating to me from the standpoint of we always heard he's worried about usage in the other way, and. I don't know when this was in the game, so maybe you didn't see this. Um, when they got – Evans was kind of the bell cow on the drive, and they got close to the end zone, and they pulled him for Judkins when Judkins got his second touchdown, and he was pissed. Like, Evans Wasn't was – that, that was after he had fumbled and, reco- and almost recovered it, right? I think that is correct. They took him out for fumbling. Yeah, and he was mad. But I um, think he was mad at himself for fumbling. He has shown, though, in three games, he wants the football. Oh, he wants the ball. Over and over and over again, give me the football. Yeah. Competitively, in a good way, he does not want to come out of the football game. No. And the only thing that he's done wrong is he's put the ball on the carpet a couple of times. Yeah. And one of the interesting things to me, and you tell me whether you think I'm reaching here, and, and I freely admit that I might be reaching, okay? But Kiffin talked a couple of times about game manager. He did. I've never heard him talk about game manager when Matt Corral was here. 
Now, I don't remember it. Maybe he did. I don't recall. Yeah. I'm, again, I, I realize I'm reaching. As I said yesterday on a separate thread, we talk all week. I can't remember everything that we talk about. And if I had no opinions, it would be a really boring show. Oh, sure. But I wonder if Lane looks at his running game, looks at his defense as an offensive coach who looks at a lot of defenses, and goes, if we just don't turn it over, we're going to be in pretty good shape. I, I do it wonder. It dovetails into the same thing that he answer, he he said about balance that was a really good coach answer was that, yes, at the end of the season, you'd love to be 50-50, but that doesn't mean every game is 50-50. Right. It does not mean that we run and then we pass, and then we run twice and we pass twice. It is dictated completely by whatever is going on at that moment in a lot of different ways. Well, he not talked even about the thing. Arkansas game last year where I don't think that's what he went into the game expecting. I don't think he went into that game expecting a shootout. Got one. But I don't think that's what he expected. And that was his point. They ended up throwing in that game more than I think they thought they'd have to throw. Because I don't think he thought they'd give up 51 points that day to Arkansas. Mm -mm. And then they found out they couldn't stop Arkansas on that given day, and they had to keep scoring. Go. And so let's yeah. do what we do. But I do wonder, to, to, to jump into your Altmaier question. One thing is going to kill this team, and it is turnovers. Well, sure. The way they're set up, turnovers cannot be overcome with this team the way it is set up. Well, they had three in the second half against Troy, and you saw what happened. That he said, if you go back and remember, he said, hey, this you do that against an SEC team, and it, it's not good. Mm -hmm. Turn the ball over three times against an SEC team, and nine times out of ten, I'm guessing, you're going to lose. I don't have the stats in front of me and don't want to do the research. But my experience tells me that turn it over three times and a half in an SEC game, and it's probably not going to go your way. Yeah. Dorsal, that's something I've been harping on for a while. He says the most Ole Miss, prepared Ole Miss team he can remember, especially on defense in three games, there hasn't been a play where they've just looked like someone had no clue where they should be. It is – they have looked like an incredibly well-coached defense under Chris Partridge. Agreed. And so if that's the case, and maybe this is the whole thing about why you don't want to publicly name a starter, if in the back of your mind you're thinking – hey, look, I might have to go to the more conservative guy to manage a game. Mm -hmm. And, I, again, I am absolutely guessing. I'm not even guessing, actually. I'm just spitballing. You don't want to publicly demote him. Oh, sure. When you can just go, hey, you know, well, he didn't play in those games because he was kind of banged up. We went with the healthier guy. Oh, and I do think that is true from the standpoint of I don't think there's some 100 to zero. Some dude is just blowing the other away. It's been it's been close throughout, according to everyone. So mm -hmm. at some point, you have to trust everyone. Well, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. I didn't see as much of the first half as I would have liked to. I told you I was in transit from one tailgate to another, and I was meeting people and being introduced to people, and I I I, I wasn't able to get locked in. I don't regret it. I'm glad that I went. Uh, I would do it again a thousand times over. Sure, yeah. But I didn't see Jackson Dart doing a whole lot of seven-step drop, read the field, go to your third option. I saw a lot of what appeared to be one-read throws. I have to go look at it again. I, I, he didn't throw much, frankly. So it's hard to even right. say because, I mean, he throws 16 times for the game, and seven of those was in the second half where they did kind of un they, – they, they kind of challenged him, I thought, in the second half. and goes, no, we're going to throw the ball down the field just to see what happens for a minute. But they weren't and, running a lot of complicated stuff. They were running a, 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 a kind of a, a crossing route 
repeatedly clear out yeah, kind sure. of a deal where you make a read and it's right there or it's not. So my point is maybe maybe they're just waiting to see if – and I think Jackson in the second half probably came really close to answering it. But maybe they're just waiting to see, hey, can you, can you manage a, a game without making mistakes? And look, I asked about Jackson running the ball, and he said, hey, we, we got to coach that out of him, this stuff about lowering your shoulder and taking on a defender. Running to the left and lowering your right shoulder to take on a defender, that's just not, not what we're trying to do here. So do you really want to publicly demote Luke Altmaier before you've got a lot of those things worked out where you might need him? Because, look, the odds are you're going to need both guys. Neither one of them are like big hulking specimens. I'll write about this. Is we're all over the place. I'll, I'll write about the Tulsa quarterback probably later today or tomorrow morning. But they don't even do any screen games. Like it is just by God down the field throwing the football. It is a fascinating chart yeah. for them on what they do. I mean, it is going to be a unique challenge if nothing else. I mean, Ole Miss is going to win the football game. But well, Lane Lane said it was probably the best team they played, and then he kind of corrected himself. But he, you got the true answer at the beginning. He meant he meant he it. goes the most challenging team. He meant the best team. It's the best team they've played so far this year. And it's good. They need to play a better team. It hit, it surprised a lot of people around that staff and that program on just how bad Tech was. They thought yes. Tech was going to be better than that. Yes. Not winning, but just better. I mean, and the, they mine sucked. was only 14. Yeah. I mean. And they sucked. And they quit. They did quit. He needs to play a better team. He knows it. Well, that's kind of dovetailed into the Collins answer is, why are we throwing on a team that has quit with a coach who's getting fired in a few weeks? Like, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Well, you don't want to get somebody hurt either. Yeah. Get the starters off the field. They didn't need to win 56 to nothing. Doesn't do you any good. It does nothing for you. There's no difference in 63 to nothing over 42 to nothing. It doesn't do you a no, – no one would have noticed nationally. Wouldn't, it wouldn't matter. So, purple ball focus – as I've said a lot, I don't really like their grades because I think that gets into a lot of territory that we just don't know what players are trying to do. But their raw data is really good. I find this interesting. Dart, according to Pro Football Focus, has only made three turnover-worthy plays the entire season. Okay. Only 4.2% of his throws have been turnover-worthy, meaning okay. ball should have either were or should have been intercepted Right. at that point. Um, Big-time throws, meaning throws down the field into tight windows – he has eight, and which is twelve percent of his passes. Right. So they actually grade him out to have played pretty well to this point. Well, the eye test tells um, you that he has played pretty well. I mean, I think he's been pretty effective, and he's throwing the ball at least relative to some shorter teams that you see. Average depth of throw to this point this season is thirteen point nine yards, meaning the ball travels fourteen yards in the air on the average throw from dart. That's interesting. He's only been sacked one time. So a lot of that's his own mobility, though. He's faced some pressure and gotten right. out and moved and, 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 and different things. Ole Miss has only dropped one pass this season, too. Wide receivers. Again. And it was Evans. Yeah. I mean. They don't get they don't get down the field and blow the top off. They also don't drop the football. No, they, so, they, they can run it. And so you get you get back into the game managing thing. Hey, let's manage a game. 
Because if you manage the game and don't turn it over, they're going to be pretty tough to beat if they're as good on defense as I think they are. Now, we get to see them against a pretty powerful passing attack. Quarterback's thrown 11 touchdowns, only one pick. No, it's a year great. after, a year ago, uh, the quarterback, what's his name, Bryn? Yeah, that's great. Um, a year ago, he, he threw 18 touchdowns, 16 picks. Really? So he's really cut back on um, taking chances. But they throw it. I they mean, throw it. Now he's got three receivers that are putting up big numbers. They run the ball okay. well enough yeah. to support what they They're do. They're about 68% pass looking at the stats yesterday. Yeah, they throw it. Yeah, and Ole Miss it. needs to see that. They need to get that. That needs to happen because you got some quarterbacks that you're going to play some teams down the road that can throw the football. And I guess that's what I, I guess that was my point is since they don't run screens, it must mean that teams are just dropping tons and not trying to come after them. You know what I mean to this yeah. point? Because if you're coming after them, you would throw the screens over this over the top of the defenders and try to run run it a little that way. But they've only run like two screens the entire season or something. It's all just flinging it. Boy, he's. He's got a good arm. Have you yeah. ever watched him throw? I yeah. mean, he's he's got a little he's got a little to him. Yeah. So. Not a real big kid. He's 6'2", 210. Mm-hmm. But he's 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 got a little juice yeah. in his in his arm and he's not afraid to throw it now. He likes it. Yeah. They're 2 and 1 lost to with Wyoming in double overtime. Yeah. No, yeah. it's okay. And they it's a free shot for them. I mean, for Tulsa, this oh, is free uh, shot Saturday. Yeah, yeah. So they're going to let it all hang out. And I think Ole Miss needs Ole Miss needs to play a better team mm-hmm. because Kentucky's good. I'm not going to go. I get criticized for saying Kentucky's good. Um, they're 15 and three if they beat Northern Illinois in their last 18. That's usually a pretty good sign. Um, they're going to play good teams. Yeah, you know, I mean, at LSU is going to be a challenge. At A and M is going to be a challenge. Alabama's going to be a challenge. At Arkansas is going to be a challenge. State's going to be desperate. You're going to play some good teams. So you 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 need kind of a tune-up i don't i don't think playing another georgia tech type team would be advantageous to ole miss no it wouldn't help them at all podcast brought to you in part by northeast spark n-e-s-p-r-c two packages the ignite the 100 mbps or the blaze the one gig that powers the clark ford studio your hometown team bring you world-class broadband that's any spark.com 662-238-3159 phone service pro controls network security wireless mesh extender, and much more. So call Northeast Spark. Get the best internet in Lafayette County. That's 662-238-3159. Brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry. Lamons at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. has been serving the Oxford area for uh, more than 73 years. Engagement rings, wedding rings, everything jewelry-wise. They've got it. It's the gold standard in fine jewelry. LamonsFineJewelry.com. Call them at 662-234-2777. Get in touch with the people at Pinnacle. And um, their Pinnacle uh, 401k advisory services team can conduct a complimentary, no obligation benchmarking and analysis of your current 401k plan. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. Brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. If you're planning a trip, maybe you're uh, thinking about doing something over the holidays, maybe you're already thinking about next summer, spring break, whatever the case may be, get in touch with John. Maybe you're thinking about having to go to Boise in December. Uh, get in touch with John. Give him some parameters and a budget. Let him give you options. And know this, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of the services. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. If you're coming to town the next few weeks, make OPA a part of your weekend. It's right on the square. Euros, wraps, kebabs, redfish, lamb chops, handcrafted cocktails, frozen libations, an amazing candlelit patio and more. 306 South Lamar, just south of the square. 
Courthouse in Oxford. Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors serving you for all of your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, residential, family homes. You can reach her at 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. We'll have picks up on Thursday morning. They're brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. Told you yesterday about people looking for a job. What if your company is looking to hire quality, hard-to-find talent? Service specialists can help. Keep in mind that payment of service is solely contingent on if you decide to hire a candidate that they send. Nothing to lose, so give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call, 662-832-5138 or servicespecialistltd.com. Don't just imagine, don't just accept what you see, I should say, but imagine something new. Step forward, chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental's helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Uh, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick, Dr. Bubba McQueen are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. Get in touch with them today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing available at CorinthDental.com. Pinpoint Real Estate. Commercial real estate, I should say, is based out of Jackson. They service the entire state in all commercial asset classes, such as industrial, retail, office, medical, and land. Get in touch with my friend B.B. Mitchell with Pinpoint, and uh, he'll give you some advice, whether you're looking to acquire income, producing property, or uh, whether you're looking at things like a vacant buildings uh, for uh, investment-grade stabilized assets. They'll take care of you. They take great pride in their attention to detail, professionalism, and hard work. For your all your commercial real estate needs, call BB 601-934-5008. And we're brought to you by Southern Traditions Farm. It's a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails. Also, it's a great venue for events for reunions, for parties, that kind of thing. So get in touch with them on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. Looks like as uh, early as 2024, the uh, college MEA is getting rid of the one-and-done rule. The age will go from 19 to 18. Um, It's good for everybody, frankly. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Um, College will still get a few because of NIL. For a year, potentially. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah. I mean, not the top guy, obviously. Few, but, but, but some guys. Some mid-dudes. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's possible. Um, it's been at 19 since um, 2005. It was 18 from 99 to 2005. So, reverting back to that is where it is. Obviously, most high school seniors will be eligible is the point. They can go straight should they be yeah. drafted. And some will get bad advice and do it. And it, that's on what, you. Hey, that's, is what it is. Speaking of guys and cautionary tales, uh, Amani Bates arrested with multiple felonies here in gun charges. Talk about a guy who has just ruined every opportunity. <sighs> Shouldn't have gone to Memphis. No. And he transferred to Eastern Michigan before this happened. Yeah, but the damage was done. I can talk about baseball right now, and we're just kind of hitting. We'll hit a little NFL. We'll obviously do a ton of NFL tomorrow because um, that went longer than I thought. We're not giving enough respect to Aaron Judge's numbers all the way around. It's not just the home runs we're talking about the other day. My God in hell. His slashes and, I mean, that dude's got a chance at like two triple crowns, the slash and the normal batting title. And he's a free agent this year. Is that right? Oh, I have no idea. Is he? No clue. But think that's right. Yeah, no, no. He's unbelievable. It's, it's, 
that, that'll be something for me Thursday. But like it was, it's scary. I like I was looking at some of that this morning and went, "Whoa, that's some crazy stuff." Um, what would it take for Stetson and Bennett to get on your Heisman ballot? See there now. Play ten more games like the two that he just that's played. It? Yeah. Okay. I mean. He's playing elite football. He is. No, he's incredibly underrated. He's starting to get better rated, but he has been incredibly underrated. I mean, he's got to do it against Tennessee on a big stage. He's got to do it against Kentucky Kentucky on a big stage. He's got to probably do it against Alabama in the SEC championship game. But if he does, he won the national championship last year and played really well in that game. He did. And so far this year, he's been great. I mean, he's no Spencer Rattler. He's pretty damn good. Here's the thing. We've got to get past this. You know where I'm going. Drives me crazy. He's not going to be a great NFL quarterback. So the F what? Yeah, who cares? He's not asked to be an NFL quarterback. He's not playing the Bills. <laughs> He's not. That's not part of the requirement. And in no way, no one's asking him, hey, man, you, you got to be an NFL prospect. Yeah, no. no, you don't. And quite frankly, he might be playing his way into where an NFL oh, team sure. goes, you know what? I'd not be the worst cat in the world to have on a roster. Yeah, come Smart, hang out and see what happens. Compete. Mm-hmm. I mean, who was the cat at Arkansas years ago? Allen? Brandon Allen. I mean, he's still holding a clipboard in the NFL, probably collecting a bigger check than he would if he were selling insurance. Mm hmm. If you told me Stetson Bennett makes an NFL roster and hangs sure. out for a yeah. few years, sure. I mean, he's made some plays. Chase Daniel hanging on, just cashing checks. And people are like, well, and here's the other one I love. I hear this one. This one. Sometimes I'm just like, I realize I'm an idiot about football, and I'm not. Uh, I get it. Okay. But when people go, well, he really benefits from having a lot of great players around him. So the people that play professionally aren't good. What what are, what are you what are you getting at? Well, the argument would be discrepancy between well, your opponent. Of course, but yes. But, but that hasn't stopped Alabama quarterbacks from winning the Heisman. What recently. do you ask backup quarterbacks to do in the NFL? Manage the game, don't lose. If you have to go in, manage the game. Manage the game, buy us time, and for the love of God, do not get in trouble off the field. That's it. That's it. You're a good citizen, and you don't do dumb things. Show up, help the starter, and if, yeah. he, if he misses four weeks, come in and be able to be proficient. Keep it between the lines. Yeah, just drive the car. Don't wreck it. See if we can win two of those and four. And frankly, just be ready to finish a game, and then we'll all look at Monday on we need to bring somebody in or not and all that crap. Really, yeah. just get me through a game. Or if, But if it's just three weeks, yeah. can, you, can, we, can we win one can of those survive? three games? yeah. Like Cooper Rush. Dude, just go win a game. Yeah. Thanks. I mean, Beat the Bengals. You think Good. the Cowboys are pretty happy with Cooper Rush uh, today? He's 2-0 as a starter. They like him. Not an all-pro, but we just – Not asking just, him to be an all-pro. Uh-uh. You're not paying him to be an all-pro. Uh-uh. So, yes, I think Stetson could play in the NFL. And, yes, he could win the Heisman. Yeah, Mike McCarthy didn't get in the huddle and go, I need you to go be Josh Allen. Well, like right now today, if you had to vote for the Heisman today, who would you vote for? And again, it's ridiculous. Who would you vote for today? But he would be one of the guys. He'd be on the very short list. Yeah. 
It's we do this all the time. I hear the argument about multiple guys. Mm-hmm. Well, he's he's not an NFL player. He couldn't play in the NFL. Okay. Speaking more as a, I guess a teaser for tomorrow at this point. Speaking of holy hell, Josh Allen and the Bills. Oh, I mean, Oof. Oof. the worst thing about them is their blue on blue uniforms. Yeah, I, I mean, I, it, someone it, there needs to be a meeting. No, you're you're way well, you're playing. No, we're we're Bull Durham level now. Where those? Oh no, you you wear it. Well, if that's the case, then might want to order some if, extra if ones. If they're wearing blue on blue, because Josh, because I really like the blue on blue, then you wear the blue on blue. Well, you you know? might want to order some extras because you're not losing in them. They look amazing. I know Tennessee's a little discombobulated, but they're not that damn discombobulated. No, that was. <laughs> that was. That's two games now where they've just and that thing was like what ten seven in the second quarter or something like it was competitive for a little while and then they've played the Rams and the Titans and made them look like Vanderbilt. That's on Buffalo. That's incredible. Yeah, McVay probably felt a little better about things last night. He was sitting in his couch going, hmm. Yeah. Oh, well. We're not the only ones. They can do everything. Oh, they're good. Oh, they're they're really good. Eagles look good last you night. You know, I told you. Nah, real good. AJ makes a lot of sense. Jalen was pretty good last night. Got him some weapons. It's amazing what happens when you give a quarterback weapons. They get better. It's unbelievable, isn't it? Amazing what Rodgers has done without receivers. Well. The other side of that. You know why he gets all the criticism yeah. he gets. It has nothing to do with I'm just saying, he's... Aaron Rodgers does not get the adulation that he deserves for his greatness. Uh, and there's one reason. October 16th at 325, the, uh, the Bills are at Arrowhead. Oh. Here in a few weeks. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> That's week six. That's day after the Auburn game. I'm going to get 10 thoughts done and get interviews done by 325 that day. Yeah, they beat the Rams 31-10 to in L.A. and the Titans at home 41-7. to they get, They're at Miami this week. Tennessee went to the playoffs last year as the one seed. That's a one seed, yes. 41-7. to Yeah, at Miami, at Baltimore, Pittsburgh at home, at Kansas City, their next four. Okay. I mean, they could play the Lombardi All-Stars <laughs> right now, and I'm not sure I'd pick against them. Yeah. So. They look amazing. No, very clear front runner. There's no doubt. He's a beast. Allen? Yeah. The NFL is so good, man. I'm just, I, NFL is just – it's just such a product. I hung in and watched that game last night until – I guess I might have even seen the last touchdown. I was like, okay, like, what am I doing? Like, turn. I, yeah. I have no interest here at this point. I didn't make it very far. Yeah. But they're really, really good. They are. Tons of uh, NFL tomorrow. Again, still got Saints thoughts. It was a marinade for two days. The um, landscape was interesting on Sunday. It was a good slate of games. That 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 witching hour between two and three is maybe the best hour of the week in any way, where everything's just kind of falling apart and going back together again with NFL football. It's uh, it's phenomenal. So we'll have that. Coming Imagine what I was now. doing. I said this on McCready and Siski yesterday. But from two to three thirty, three twenty, I was doing the three player shows. Mm-hmm. The landscape between two and three twenty, and how much it had changed. Took oh, me that's a, funny. Yeah, was yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. I was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah. Because it did everything got turned upside down. Oh, I mean, I, 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 yeah. I was like, "Are you sure?" Yeah. So, unfortunately, yeah. they were sure. sure. I, they were sure. NFL tomorrow on the show. A lot of college football as well as always. See what else goes down because the sport's stupid and something will every single day. So, appreciate all you guys in the stream. 
the conversation, the listeners everywhere you are, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.